All right, what's good, everyone? It's Jordan Beckley now, and joined by Marco Gachina, and we are live on YouTube for free agency 2022 free agency, which be, which begins in just under ten minutes. Marco, how are you today, man? Good, man. How about you? Doing great. Very, very excited. We have a lot of uh, a lot of anticipated movement going on today, with particularly the news that you alerted me to this morning. The whole Kevin Durant situation we'll get to that um i think eventually we have a flyer but whatever um yeah so a lot of uh a lot of expected movement today what uh what moves are you excited to see if if uh, anything goes down um kevin durant and kyrie trades are obviously always on the table from here on out but i'm i'm curious to see what the rest of the nets roster looks like Mm -hmm. after today because like um a report came out that no one on the Nets is untouchable and they're all being shopped. So I'm, I'd be really curious to see where people, obviously like Ben Simmons, but then like Seth Curry, um, players like that, where they end up. Absolutely. I mean, uh, the whole Kyrie situation makes things a lot more complicated. I think that, excuse me, the, I mean, he opted in because K, he wanted to continue his partnership with KD. And then just what, a day or two later, KD requests a trade. So a lot of potential to go down. This is going to be the big domino that falls, that dominates free agency in just uh, about eight minutes' time. Uh, you, uh, We were texting earlier this morning. You said the uh, – uh, what was it? The, the Grizzlies you considered as a possible destination for KD. Of course, we see what you're wearing. You think the Clippers could possibly land him. Uh, what other – what other uh, destinations do you think he could go to and what could the return be for a deal that – for a player of Katie's caliber? Uh, Heat and Suns, I think definitely. Although reports came out uh, not too long ago that the uh, the Nets would require uh, Bam Adebayo from the Heat and mm-hmm. Devin Booker from the Suns. So yep. it'll be interesting to see whether like the Suns are, would be willing to trade Devin Booker at all. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean... He's a franchise guy. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was originally thinking KD finds his way to uh, to Phoenix via DeAndre Ayton sign and trade. Right but now it's looking like if he's going to the Suns, it's it's Booker's going back to Brooklyn. Yep, and uh, yeah, I do think the Suns the Ayton sign and trade could be the best way for them to do it without giving up Booker. But I don't know how. Uh, I mean, we, I think we know how Brooklyn feels about that. The fact that they want Booker for KD is reasonable, but mm-hmm. I mean, you never really know. Um, Miami, you mentioned uh, Bam Adebayo. I don't think he can be included in a trade for some, I don't know, cap logistics reason or, or whatever. Uh, I did see that. Yeah, because of what Ben Simmons is. I don't know. Ben Simmons would have to be included in that deal, and mm-hmm. Brooklyn doesn't want to do that either. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, Memphis, I'm sure they're going to be offering literally anybody but Ja up for grabs in that situation. Uh, Miami, Hero, and Robinson could be a deal, maybe. Um, You'd need a lot more than just those two, though. Uh, of course, of course, but those two would definitely have to be in the uh, conversation as mm-hmm. a starter. I think I think uh, KD definitely wants to go to a place with the best uh, win now. Mm-hmm. Uh, win now setup, but he does. But the Brooklyn Nets aren't going to trade him without obviously the best return they can possibly get. So that's why I narrowed it down to uh, to Clippers, Memphis, Phoenix, and um, and Miami because those mm-hmm. are the, 
of the four teams with the best combination of the two. Obviously, three of the four were top two seeds in their uh, in their respective conferences, and then the Clippers were just destroyed by injuries. But they have a lot of players making around fourteen million dollars that they could package together. In order yeah. To right. I, yep. Definitely. Huh. Um. Of course, we have a lot of the ESPN people going live, just as we are. Uh, I've heard I've heard a lot of things from Windhorst. Um, I'm, not, I'm not a Windhorst fan. I'm not gonna. Yeah, lie. me neither. Me neither. Because, because, uh, yeah, because you know what he just said. Apparently, Brian Windhorst says the Lakers could potentially put together a package that lands Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. I saw that. I saw that. That's. I, mean, I would love that. I would love that. Of how, course, how, but like, no way. So I'm assuming that means Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook. Then. Yeah, in that type of trade. Um, the whole AD for KD talk, I don't buy it at all. Um, well, what do the Nets have to gain there? I think exactly. Grant is mm-hmm. the lead above um, yeah. Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. AD, of course, when he's healthy, and that hasn't been the case in recent years, he's obviously one of the, one of the best uh, fours or fives in the league. Unfortunately, due to issues, some have been out of his control. Let's be honest, but uh, I, I I really don't know. I mean, AD for Durant would be the would be a deal that makes the most sense, but the Lakers probably wouldn't be, maybe not be willing to do that. Uh, no, I think I think it's the Nets that wouldn't be willing to do that. I think mm-hmm. like need to sweeten the deal. Yeah, and the Lakers they do have quite a few other contracts. Around the ten million dollar range, outside of the big three, um, Taylor Horton Tucker, he's making around ten million dollars a year. He's been uh, putting the trade wheel again. Um, Kendrick Nunn, he just opted in. He was out for the whole season with an injury, but I mean, not Nunn's situation is very interesting as well because like. The, the Lakers didn't get a chance to use him at all, and he would have been a big part had he been healthy last season. But now if you're trading him in a deal that moves the needle, you have to wonder if Polinka and the Lakers would even consider that, given the fact that none didn't play last year and they never got to see his full potential. Yeah, man, I remember I remember I was a diehard Kendrick Nunn supporter during his rookie year because I was just – he was just a fun player to watch back at his first year in Miami when he kind of – Kind of fell yep. off in year two and hasn't played since then. But yeah, definitely. I think the like, we were all very excited for Nunn to come to LA because we knew we saw what he could do. Uh, it's a shame he couldn't do it for us this season, be that three level score that we needed off the bench. But if he stays here and that role works out for him, I mean, great. Uh, the other situation with the Lakers is Malik Monk. I mean, uh, Jake Fisher reported last night in the Spotify Live that I listened to that. The Sacramento Kings could be a threat to pry him away, mm-hmm. even though none is willing to take less money to possibly come back to be in a more, he says, comfortable situation, which I don't mind at all, which I, I would love as a matter of fact. But uh, what do you think about the situation that none was that uh, Mock was in, where he got on the Lakers for a vet, essentially a vet min, played his you know what off this season, and now has a chance to get paid by someone else. Take it. <laughs> Go for the bag, man. Yeah. I definitely think he's he's played for it. Mm-hmm. He's earned it, so I don't see why he wouldn't. And Absolutely. He take a bigger role on a team like the Kings, too. Well, I mean, I guess that depends on how the Lakers end up filling the rest of their roster out because 
I think they'd be really, really foolish to try the same thing they did last year where they just fill it out with like 38-year-old dudes making a million dollars a year. I think that would be – they just can't – they can't do that again, man. Mm, right. Um, let's look at the other talking points that I that I had here. Um, you have a few under <clears throat> excuse me underrated players that could definitely get paid this offseason, like uh, Isaiah Hartenstein from the Clippers, uh, Mo Bamba. I mean, I mean Mo, Mo, Mo Bamba's unrestricted now, and yeah. free agency is opening in one minute. By the way, oh yeah, that here we go. I'm expecting I'm expecting the Beal super max, and then uh, he demands a trade in one year. Huh. Let's see. Let's see. All right. Uh, Brunson, we've already gotten word that he's signing with the Knicks, which yep. that that puts New York in a real bad situation. And Brunson, from a, from a media perspective, puts him in a real bad situation because he's just going to be victim. I love Jalen Brunson, but he's going to be victim to so much criticism now because he's going to mm-hmm. be making something like $30 million a year, which – He's great, but he's not $30 million a year great. Exactly. I mean, the Knicks made all of this money or all these moves to clear up enough cap space to get him. I mean, very – Uh, I mean, they, they got their guy. They needed a point guard. They definitely needed a point guard. And they got one in Brunson, a great one as well. Uh, Malik Monk is finalizing a deal with the Kings. Uh, just what I didn't need to hear. Just what I didn't need to hear. My goodness. Oh, well. Oh, well. I mean, yeah, he deserves it. Don't get me wrong. He absolutely, absolutely deserves it. But um, that that's going to suck. I mean, good for him. But I think he would have been a welcome, welcome returning player to the Lakers. Yeah, DeAndre Jordan signs with the Nuggets. I don't okay. know how, how he's still in the league. I, no. I well, think. This guy's going to the Knicks. All right. All right. Old, Old, wow. Depot's, back on, Old Depot's back on the heat. Okay. As expected, I'd say. I, I thought he was gone. I thought Old Depot was gone. Yeah. Thought so. Uh, yeah. Thought so, too. Let's, uh, we lost Hartenstein, but I'm, I'm glad at least we got to be uh, – Okay, Brad, Brad Beal's staying with the Wizards. As expected. Okay. But – um. Hmm. It looks like he's making 13 – in his total contract, he's making 13 mil less than Jokic. So hmm. Interesting. Yeah, five for 250. Wow. Or, yeah, Oladipo. Mm-hmm. Hardenstein? Yeah. Okay, this $8 million number – $8 million, that's a number we've been seeing floating around for guys like him, for like Hardenstein, who, uh, who, who uh, I guess, proved to everyone else that they're worth being paid. I believe – Eight million might be what the mid level, or some portion of that. I think it's like slightly above. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. The uh, the eight, this uh, eight million dollars. I think we're we'll be seeing a lot of a uh, lot of guys who work their way into the league get that type of number in free agency. I don't know where Jerry Payton goes. Speaking of which. Oh wow. Oh, and uh, PJ Tucker is on. Yep. Sixers. Okay, this is very interesting. He's what 30, 35, something like that. Still a really good role player for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's definitely a super big win now move because you'll be paying a uh what's it gonna be 39 or 40 making uh 
making eleven million dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Probably not going to be contributing much at that point. Let's be honest. Yeah, he's just going to be there, I guess, as a, a plug and play type of player. I think, which what most, which is what most vets have been, honestly, and at least in this past season. So I mean, yeah, it's a good get for Philly. I mean, they get a guy who can uh, uh, defend really, w- relatively well, shoot really well, actually. Uh, so yeah. I am curious to see um, um, I forgot what I was gonna say. Mm. Um let's see. Okay, oh wow. Portland Trailblazers guard. This is from Woj. Anthony Simons has agreed to a four year one hundred million dollar contract extension. Nice. Well That's- deserved. Great, great move for Portland too. What do you think? Do you think? Okay, I've been I've been considering this a lot. Do you think uh, Portland is moving Shaden Sharp? Because he doesn't have a Lillard timeline, does he? I don't think so. But at the same time, Portland, I think they definitely need to get younger, or at least add to the young guys that they already have. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole their situation is really odd. I think because they've been stuck in, at a, they're at a fork in the road um, with regards to rebuild or 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 contend, try and keep the experiment going. Um, but I do think that they should still try and put the best team around Dame. Just uh, and they've already kind of done it with the Jeremy Grant deal. They've at least added another offensive weapon. And assuming Nurkic comes back, Simons, we know, is already coming back. Um, yeah, they should be – they're a very interesting, probably wild-card team in the West, I think. Yeah. If um, – oh, Bobby Portis is staying with the Bucks, by the As way. As expected. Um, if, uh, if the Blazers keep Shaden Sharp, it almost seems like they're doing like a little uh, – the rebuild wall contending warriors type of thing where they had Kaminga and Moses Moody, except obviously not even in the stratosphere of what the warriors were doing. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, while we keep reacting to the latest, uh, Woj and Shams bombs that come out and they're going to keep, uh, keep going here. Hmm. Curious to see what kind of pay cut Harden takes. Uh, yeah, that's going to be very interesting. Um, he, he did the right thing, I think. Um, that just makes Philadelphia's cap all the more flexible, all mm-hmm. the more to build a, a real, I would say, threat in the East, honestly. Um, I but think again, still, they still need one more move. They yeah. One more thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Does that mean bringing in Durant? I don't know because he's third on the odds for uh for yeah and Philly, or right third on the odds as a destination for Durant, I should say. Yeah, Nikola Jokic has agreed to a five-year, two hundred sixty-four million dollars supermax with the Nuggets. It's uh, Bleach Report saying it's the richest deal in NBA history. Goodness gracious! Yeah, I feel like we have a new richest deal every year, though. You know. Yeah, I think so too. Let me just refresh, double check that we are. Yep. 
All right, and I'm going to keep sharing our our stream again. Yeah, um, I think Liger fans and Clipper fans are probably going to be uh, both wallowing in their sorrows this evening with uh, Hartenstein gone and Malik Monk gone. Goodness. Denwell House Sixers. Okay, that's okay. Not, that's not a needle moving move at all. But yeah, I mean, but at he's, least he's he's kind of like a PJ Tucker, Jay Crowder, Danny Green kind of guy. Where I feel like he has the potential to be one of those guys that every year is in the finals or the conference finals. Just he's yeah, playing different teams and he's a glue mm -hmm. guy. Yeah, he's a journeyman for sure. Um, but a very important one as well. He did really well with the Rockets in 2020. He's been known as a solid, uh, I guess you could say, 3 and D kind of guy. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, guys like that who you might not consider as uh, to be important, to be that important, they really, they really do have the chance of making an impact on the team. Um, let's see what else is cooking here in the league. I think one one free agent that everyone's forgotten about in the wake of all the Brooklyn Nets drama is uh, Zach Levine. Mm, we still, yeah, we still don't know if he's staying in Chicago, and yeah, not any second. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll see we'll see what happens there. Um, Levine wanted to test the waters in free agency, um, but I don't know. It's uh, I think the Bulls had the potential to do something really good last season, but uh, they things didn't pan out, as we know. But if if Levine winds up coming back, do you think uh, him, DeRozan, and Lonzo and company can uh, finally figure it out and get past the first round? Not if they don't trade for Gobert. Yeah, I thought so too. They've they got to get rid of Vucevic. They're going to have to package Patrick Williams and a couple future picks. And yeah, which they don't want to do, by the way. They, I, I personally do not understand why they're so hesitant to, uh, to move off of Patrick Williams. But I mean, I suppose it makes sense. There, he was what the fourth pick in twenty twenty. Yeah, fourth pick had the, a lot of turned a lot of heads. That's for sure. With his, uh, with how high he went, but he does have the potential to be a solid combo forward for them um, in the future. He was hurt. Most of last season, I think he would have been, he would have been a big part of what they were doing last year, has a chance to do so again. But yeah, it's gonna be very uh, interesting to see what happens with Chicago. I, I also think they're another one move away type of uh, type of team. All right. So after in the first nine minutes, we have goodness gracious, somewhere around what 15, 20 new bits of. Information. Yeah. I'm, I'm, there still hasn't been anything major. Yeah. I think I, I know why there hasn't been anything major because every team's still holding their breath and they've still got their foot in the door for Kevin Durant. Exactly. And uh, let's uh, let's shift back to him. Um, yeah, KD and Kyrie are going to be the two dominoes that fall first. I think once those situations get taken care of and we know where they're going, then teams are going to resort to, I guess, their main plans of attack, whatever those may be. Um, let's, uh, yeah, let's do a little bit of a, more of a deep dive into the whole Nets situation. Because, I mean, everyone and their mother thought the 
they'd be uh, title favorites a year or two ago with KD, Kyrie, and what had been James Harden. But, of course, that didn't work out. Now you're left with uh, KD wanting out, Kyrie possibly on his way out too. Ben Simmons looking like, uh, I mean, just all their buy-ins lonesome, it looks like. Yeah, it's it's just wild to me that their most stable asset at this point is Ben Simmons. And after mm-hmm. all of this, he might uh, he might be the last player left on the Nets after that whole big three saga, four all-stars in and out, everything. Yep. That's just crazy, dude. Yeah. I mean, let's check the – Oh, Tyus Jones is back on the Grizzlies. Two years, 30 mil. Nice. Oh, wow. Very, uh, well, uh, what was there for him? Uh, he was really good for uh, Memphis in uh, in those spurts without without Jaw. Oh, my God, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was betting on Tyus Jones during the playoffs on Friday. <laughs> Goodness. He won, um, won me a good amount of money. Mm-hmm. Oh, snap. Yeah, uh Mo Bamba has reached an agreement with the Orlando Magic on a two-year, $21 million deal. This is coming from Chris Haynes. Oh, wow. I don't have I don't have uh, notifications on for Chris Haynes, so I, did, I missed that one. Mm. Um, his agent, Sal Sports. That's an uh, interesting situation as well because after the Magic drafted, uh, uh, drafted pa- Paolo, it was widely expected. I mean, actually, no. I think whoever they drafted, Bamba probably would have been out. But now, with Paolo and Bamba, now Bamba returns, which is very, very surprising. Um, the Magic still sticking with their uh, plan of ten thousand big men on the roster. Yeah, what's up with John Isaac? Where's I don't know where he's been. He's he's out with I don't know, like a surgery or something. He was out for most of last season. He's been out since the bubble, I'm pretty sure. I think the last NBA game he played was in the bubble. Probably, yeah. Goodness gracious. Um, yeah, so now teams with the – I mean, the Lakers were – Lakers have a lot of targets for that taxpayer mid-level. Bamba was one of them. So it's going to be really interesting to see how they uh, recoup what they're cooking. Uh, oh, Joe Ingles to the Bucks, also from uh, Chris Haynes. So that's very interesting. Really? Yeah. Interesting. That is uh, – oh, he hasn't said the contract yet. That's, but, yeah, Ingles still going strong. Especially because he's in his 30s coming off an ACL tear. I don't know if that's a, if that's a huge move or anything. but I don't, I don't believe so. He's going to take a while to – it's probably going to take a while for him to get back into where he was pre-injury. Uh, Every does. Yeah. I'm waiting for the I'm waiting for the John Wall contract to become official. All right. Yeah. Clippers resigned Nick Batum. Nice. Okay. As expected. Good. Good. We needed that. Did not want to lose him. Yeah. West Matthews back to the Bucks. Okay. As expected. Again, nothing. Nothing huge has happened yet. Yeah, I guess I was expecting Tyus Jones to uh to sign somewhere else, so that's nice that he's coming back to Memphis. Yeah, and we'll run it back with uh without DMP Melton, I guess. But 
how yeah. how huge of a loss. That's like a that's more of a big gain for Philadelphia than it is a loss for Memphis. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, gonna be really interesting because you have a lot of teams pretty much just giving out their mid level, or at least some portion of it. At the moment, we haven't seen. Um, uh, we, yeah, we haven't seen a ton of huge, um, huge deals as of yet. Like no one's been committed to a max or something. Speaking of which, a team that uh, well, I mean, no one's committed to a max outside of outside of Brunson, which we found out earlier. But what do you make of the Pistons? Because they had an incredible draft. They cleared up up to what might be what thirty to sixty million in cap space. I mean, they are set for the future. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, I think I think they're going to be competing for a playoff spot. Yeah, in a, in uh, maybe a year or two, a couple years time. But yeah, Amir Amir Coffee's back with the Clippers. Nice. Okay. Like that move. Mm-hmm. He's a good like ninth man. Yeah. <coughs> the thing um, that's, uh, oh, uh, three years eleven mil. Huh, nice. Some good money right there. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, but going back to Detroit, I love the duo of Caden Ivy. I think Jalen Duran was a great, uh, great pickup for Detroit. All right, let's speaking of great pickups, let's freaking go. Damian Jones has agreed to a two year deal with the Lakers. Finally, for those who may not uh, be familiar, Jones was on a, t- a 10 day contract with LA last year or the year prior, but I guess due to cap restrictions, even though they wanted him back. They couldn't have him back at the time. But now with all this, uh, the Lakers finally get someone who was actually really solid if you watched him play with L.A. a few years, uh, a couple years ago. <laughs> I, had to, I had to look up Damian Jones. I'm not even going to lie here. <laughs> I, just, I just Googled that, man. Two-time NBA champion, apparently, on the Warriors. Yeah, he was, he was good for uh, Sacramento. Uh, I think he fills the need of a young – some young uh, – talent of course that the lakers need um he was a lob threat definitely a, a great two-way big for us when when he played his in his last stint here but uh, he definitely fills one of the needs we were looking for which was a backup or i mean we don't know what ham's gonna do maybe start him for all we know but yeah thank goodness jamie jones is back doesn't uh, i don't think it might not fix the the whole malik monk news but Oh well, is um is Damian Jones the MLE guy? What's do we have the details on the contract? Details on the contract was no, that just a two-year be, deal in the neighborhood of six million a year. Hmm. Okay, that might be taxpayer. I'm not somewhere around there. Actually, no shit. That might be the full MLE. Well. Huh. Okay. Well, we got coffee back. We got Nick Batum back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think. Clippers run with the roster we have now. I don't think we should make any trades. I want to keep Reggie Jackson, especially because mm-hmm. I'm in this Reggie Jackson jersey. Yeah. Um. I think we. I don't want to. I don't want to get ahead of myself here, but um, I'm thinking Clippers are maybe title favorites this year. Because mm. I'm, I'm thinking about it this way: starting lineup: John Wall, Kawhi Leonard. Paul George, Robert Covington, Ivica Zubats. That's mm-hmm. one of the best starting lineups in the league. And then coming off the – we've got like a 12-man rotation too. Yeah. We've got Nick Batum, 
Marcus Morris, Reggie Jackson, Terrence Mann, Luke Kennard, Amir Coffey. Um, I know I'm forgetting someone, but they're all coming off the bench. Yeah. We're, we're going to have Jason Preston finally this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, he's, he's, he's not, he's not going to be anything crazy and he'll probably spend quite a bit of time in the G League. But yeah. Chris Boucher, back to the Raptors. Okay, interesting. Three years, 35 mil. Oh, wow. I mean, definitely earned it. I think he, he played uh, – I did not get to see much at Toronto, but from what I've heard, he's really solid. He uh, – um, it was it was uh, Boucher, right? Or was it Precious Chua who had only made a few threes in their entire career up to that – up until the halfway point of last season, and then they made like – they average like two makes a game or something. Mm. That was that was either um, Chua or Chris Boucher. I don't remember which one. Mm. Interesting. Um, one of the Kings fans uh, noting about uh, um, Damian Jones's last ten games with the Lakers. I'll try and read off some of those things I found interesting here. Oh, the, and the last ten I believe when uh, Sabonis was out, uh, Jones had twenty four nine with four blocks on about 70% shooting from the field. He's had like 22 and four, um, 19 and six, 12 and six, 17 and 17 with six blocks on 78% shooting from the field. Wow. So yeah, he's a guy who can step up really in really uh, key moments as we've seen with Sacramento. Thrilled that he's back with LA. Thank goodness. But yeah, going back to Lou, Lou Dort resized the Thunder for almost mm-hmm. 20 million a year. I like that. I like wow, that. Yeah. Great, de- unbelievable defensive player. Such a stud on that end. I mean, wow. Uh, pr- pretty solid uh, offensive player as well. I saw him in the bubble, saw him a bit last season. Really good. Uh, Well-deserved for that five-year. Is that – I'm sorry. Is that the – he was undrafted. Is that the biggest undrafted contract ever? I don't know. What, I think Van Vliet still held that title. I don't know. What was Duncan Robinson's deal last Robinson year? was five for 90. Five for 90? Okay, yeah. so Lou Dort is just shy of that. But Okay. I respect guys getting their bag. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good for Lou. Good for Lou. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I want to go back to uh, the Clippers a bit. I mean, as much as I uh, dislike them, I, I do uh, admire the fact that they've been able to build a really solid roster. Uh, something I wish we could we could do, but yeah, the amount of the amount of wings that you guys have, and the amount of you said it, a thirteen man rotation that's gonna be hard for that's gonna be hard for the playoffs. Like, how do you decide who gets those minutes and who doesn't? Well, if uh, if we end up having another bubble situation, we can just pull whoever's whoever's stinking it up out and then mm. throw someone else in there. So I okay, we'll just late to the Nick Batum news. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yep. Uh. Who are we still waiting on? Zach Levine. Zach Levine. Let me double check. Um. Well, we're we're waiting on at least Harden's new deal. Um, because it's why they consider that he's going back to Philly. Yeah. Hmm. Let's see. I, I want to see if the Clippers trade Marcus Morris. There's been a lot of uh, – Yeah, a lot of chatter around that. 
According to Winhorst, Kyrie Irving is focusing on forcing his way to the Lakers. Yeah, Stephen A. said that too, but I don't know. I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. Um, oh, Brooklyn Nets are not interested in DeAndre Ayton, apparently. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, that uh, probably uh, burns the bridge with a potential deal with Phoenix for Durant then because that was the easiest way to get to him. Hmm. I mean, because – I'm curious to see what else the Wizards do. Yeah. Aside from that deal signing, because mm-hmm. I don't and know. They, uh, they did trade for Monte Morris and Will Barton in a pretty head scratching move. What do you make of that? That's just so lateral. That's not, mm-hmm. a, that's not a game changer at all. Yeah. I mean, it KCP, might- KCP was good, but KCP is going to be good wherever he's going to get his, like, 12, 13 points a game wherever he goes. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it might – I think it upgrades the uh, the guard situation for, for Denver at the very least, but outside of that, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, Ish, Ish Smith getting his uh, 13th team and then yeah. traveling queen with the Sixers. I like that. Oh, yeah. Played for uh, the Lakers summer league team, and I think he was with us for a short time. Good guy. He's the Rockets G League guy. He was yeah. he's a lot with the Rio Grande Valley. Mm-hmm. He was really good for them too. Um, really solid uh, wing out there. Um, hey, Sixers just need someone sitting on that bench while Embiid's playing. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Let's see if this is shit first. Yeah. I, 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 what was that? Sorry. Yeah. Uh, NBA Central saying that uh, Miami has submitted a trade offer for Donovan Mitchell. Interesting. Uh, wonder what that could be. I mean, I want, dude, I just want Utah to do something, man. Yes. The only notable thing they've done in the last week was uh, change those jerseys into those atrocious, like, oh, there's so how bad. you call them, AAU. Like, can you even compare so them to AAU jerseys at this point? Dear God. Um, they did trade Royce O'Neal for a first yeah, round. Yeah, yeah, which, which was crazy because mm-hmm. that, that report came out literally less than one minute after yeah. uh, after Kevin Durant requested a trade after that report came out. So yeah. I'm not sure what the Nets are doing, getting Royce O'Neal for a first-round pick. I think I think they'd be valuing their first-round picks quite a bit. Yeah, I think so too. Kind the way they get back to the Heat, I don't okay. know how the guy, how is he still in the NBA. <laughs> He's a, from what I've, from what I remember, he's a solid stretch big at the least, at the very least. But outside of that, he was in Atlanta. Yeah. Now he's like a two way liability. He's like DeAndre yeah. Jordan. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, yeah. Two years, nine million for Deadman. Interesting. Uh, Devon Reed back to the Nuggets again, not a game changer. Um, I think he might be an end of the match guy, I'm not too sure. Uh, yeah. At least I haven't heard of him. Um, while we're waiting on some more deals, what do you make of uh, the DeJounte Murray trade? Uh, I was surprised when the report first came out last week that mm-hmm. the Hawks first were uh talking about a trade, but then when it actually happened, I was like, okay, finally. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah. all right, Danilo Gallinari buyout expected. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Very much so. Spurs also, what did they do earlier today? They're they're not going to pursue Lonnie Walker in free agency. So uh, it's obvious what the Spurs are doing. They're trying to get my boy Vic. <laughs> definitely going to be the first overall pick next year. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, the Spurs, I mean, I thought last season there was, it was going to be a full-on tank job or a full-on rebuild or whatever. And then all of a sudden they out, they they take the last playing spot from us. And you guys left that tonight. out there for them. They didn't take yeah. from you. Yeah. You guys delivered it to them. Pretty much, yeah. Goodness gracious. Uh, hopefully, I mean, the the front office recognizes that this is a, a bit of a redemption year. Hopefully, they hopefully they uh, make some more moves that are beyond just like Laker reunions or what have you. Mm-hmm. If they do something good that gets us into a back in a contending spot. I just want I just want Kyrie to leave the Nets so that we can either talk about how he's now or I mean we'll just whether or not he goes to the Lakers, I just want him off the Nets so we can stop yeah. speculating about Kyrie to the Lakers. Like yeah. it'll just happen or don't happen. Exactly. Yeah. Plus um I've been saying this for the last few days. I mean I would want Kyrie on here as much as any other Laker fan, but at the same time, we've seen how we just saw how last season we try to form big threes and it doesn't work. We just need capable guys around LeBron and AD. I think this might be a hot take, but I think Kyrie on the Lakers would be way worse than Westbrook on the Lakers. I can see that. Say what you will about Westbrook. Like, dude, dude puts on his uniform and ties his shoes every single day, ready to play. Yeah. Always goes out and gives effort, and he's always available. He's mm-hmm. pretty, pretty tough, dude. He's an Iron Man. Absolutely. Uh, Kyrie, you can you can count on him for like twenty two games a year, and then yeah, then you'll have another twenty two that he might be playing, and then he's definitely not playing the last. Yeah. However, I so. um, one thing that I thought, I mean, for, I mean, the only reason why I didn't ha- I hadn't wanted Kyrie in on the LA because of the whole vaccine situation but i guess um la isn't the restricted one it's just what san fran new york probably a handful of other places where you can't play home games because of the vax vaccination status i don't know um but yeah i say pursue one of the other deals that the lakers were in with charlotte or indiana before turning to a Kyrie trade but we'll see um this is interesting. The Sixers have jumped the heat for the second best odds to land Kevin Durant on DraftKings. Wow. So the, the Suns are at minus 225, Sixers at plus 600, and Heat plus 800. Okay. That's interesting because uh, Daryl Moore has been trying to get a big three in uh, in uh, in Philly or for, a, for a few months, maybe a while now. But whew, what would a trade – Package with for Philly even look like for KD, like Maxi and other pieces, but I don't know. They, they would need to, they would need to move off Maxi for sure, which yeah, they're not willing to do. Mm-hmm. Willing to do stuff until Kevin Durant's on the table. You know what I'm saying? Yep, uh, of course. Um, yeah, no team's going to do anything anything major until the KD Kyrie situation is figured out. Um, Trying to see if there's anything else here. Nope. Oh, wait. 
Thaddeus Young is reaching an agreement with the Toronto Raptors on a two-year, $16 million deal. That I don't understand, but he was he uh, seemed to fit their timeline. Yeah, I don't think so either. Versatile That's big, but, this, but not with the Raptors. Hmm. I'm looking forward to the Raptors this season. Yeah. The team I'm mo- – like other than the Clippers, obviously, I, I started ranking some of the teams I'm most excited to watch mm. Because uh, I think this is the year I finally splurge on League Pass instead of <laughs> using my Chinese website for every game I want to watch. But um, it's the Pistons, man. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think Ivy and uh, Ivy and Cade Cunningham is going to be so fun. Yeah, yeah. Troy Weaver is an absolute mastermind, just turning the team around in the span of two seasons. My goodness. And I, I wrote an article about about them. Uh, just yesterday, but the fact that he was able to one take Jaden Ivy, who a lot of people thought would be to the Kings at four, and then trade for Jalen Duran with only giving up a 2025 first, and uh, and pretty much that was it. And then the uh, other trade with the Knicks that had him getting a uh, Burks and Nerlens Noel, two two good bench guys. So yeah. he retold that. That seemed like a madman. I mean, uh, on the on the Ivy part, I was listening to uh, to Ryan Rosillo talk about this, and he actually made a pretty good point. Uh, he, he said it's kind of ridiculous to praise the Pistons GM for drafting Jaden Ivy because the, he literally all he had to do was let Ivy fall to him. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Kings made such a horrible blunder by not drafting him. Which yeah. I knock a, so the issue with talking about the Kings a lot of the time is that when you when you criticize their moves. It sounds like you're criticizing the player they prioritized. Mm-hmm. So obviously, Demonis Sabonis is a great player, and obviously, Keegan Murray is going to be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but passing on Ivy and trading Halliburton are two terrible moves. Unbelievable, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if we can expect anything else from Sacramento at this point, but yeah. We'll see what happens. Maybe maybe Sabonis and Fox turn into a little dynamic duo and we see some play in action. But mm. especially with teams like the Nuggets and the Clippers getting back in it this year, I don't see um I don't see the Kings even sniffing the playoffs. Yeah. I, I don't think so either. Um I mean history has shown that whoever the Kings uh, pass on just goes on to become way, way greater yeah. than they drafted. Goodness, history might repeat itself at this rate. I hope not. I I wish Keegan Murray the best. But oh yeah, absolutely, of course. Yeah, he was an unbelievable player for Iowa. Just absolute breakout year for them for the for him, and he deserves to go to uh to be drafted that high. But uh, that fit with Sacramento is going to be very interesting. I will say that they needed a power forward, but I thought it would come by way of free agency, not them taking him in the taking a power forward in the draft. Yeah, um, passing on Ivy for fit reasons is absolutely ridiculous because they had what thirty two wins. Mm-hmm. If if you if you're ten games below five hundred, you you don't draft based on fit, man. You, yeah, you're the best player available. If you're in if, if you're in the top five, regardless, you don't draft based on fit. Yeah, uh-huh. absolutely. Like fit is more of the late first and second round. Yeah, exactly. Or or, or if you're trading picks, you trade for fit. But oh, yeah, yeah. you always draft the best player available mm-hmm. with limited, limited, uh, limited times when you don't do that. Yeah. 
there's not some new signings, but we do have a couple new rumors. Well, this one might not be new, but the Sixers are monitoring a trade for Eric Gordon. This yep. is coming from uh, Jason Dumas from Philly. Or that's like another. Um, that's the, to me, this is another PJ Tucker trade. Mm -hmm. like a second PJ Tucker. Yep. Just a tough, gritty kind of guy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I think Mark Stein said there's been thirty. 30 uh, new deals within the last half hour. I mean, that's that, that that's crazy. But nothing big, man. Yeah. Obviously, he's not a, he's just a big name. He's not a big player anymore. But uh, all the rumors are pointing to Blake Griffin going to either the Lakers or the Clippers. Please yeah. Just come home. <laughs> just come home. Play yeah. and retire. <laughs> yeah. We we uh, don't need another. 30, 30 plus year old veteran on the roster. We saw what that did last season. Which leads me to believe that Polink is going to be all in for Blake Griffin. Unfortunately, probably. Well, we'll have to see. I mean, this the Damian Jones signing is really is. I think it's a good sign. Uh, Darvin Ham even mentioned that he wants the Lakers to uh, at least get get younger, or at least the Lakers will be pursuing. Younger, uh, younger talent, mm -hmm. which finally, they're also prioritizing wings. So thank goodness for that too. Mm. Uh, let's see. Man, I'm still just waiting for the Zach Levine news. I think, oh, yeah. I think he's going back to the Bulls. I think so too. We'll see what happens. I want to see. I want to see a big Gobert trade. Oh yeah, I hope so. The let's yeah, let's get back to what we were talking about with Utah. Um, the Gobert stuff. I think it's been brewing since the whole uh, COVID situation, and it's finally reached the point where yeah, you have to trade him now. Him or Mitchell, definitely not both. But now Utah has reached the point where they can't. Keep uh, both of them at this at at this stage. Um, I think they would probably be prior, prioritizing um, Donovan Mitchell. I'd imagine. Oh, yeah. I think they they were last time. I last report I read on them was that uh, they're trying to make him feel more comfortable in Utah. Um, so yeah, they're definitely they definitely have a preference of him over Gobert when it comes down to it. It's just uh, going to be very interesting to see what uh, what that return would look like because Gobert is a great uh, ha has been known as a great player, but in recent years that hasn't really shown. Yeah, see, I've I've really really come around on Gobert in the past couple months. I've always been super, especially when the Clippers were playing him in the playoffs last year. Mm -hmm. I've always been super super. Gobert's a problem. Gobert has no bag. He's a liability mm -hmm. on offense. Yeah. Um, I've actually come around, and now I think Donovan Mitchell's the problem. I think mm, the Jazz ask far too much of Rudy Gobert, mm -hmm. and I think if you put him, if you put him on a team with even any lick of perimeter defense, that is that team is set. So I think mm -hmm. I think him on the Bulls is such a perfect fit. Chicago gets off Vooch. Chicago probably 
has to part ways to Patrick Williams, but it's worth it because the defensive trio of uh, of Lonzo Ball, Alex Caruso, and Rudy Gobert. That's going to be mean, something. I don't know who's scoring on that team. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, uh, yeah, I'm trying to see what other numbers going through. Um, yeah, not much. Yeah, I think Gobert to the Bulls, like you said, would make them a really solid defensive team. I think a lot of fans, a lot of their fans, were noting the need for uh, um, for Vooch to be off the team, so that the, um, so that honestly they could finally become legit uh, contenders and not just first or second round exits. Um, but yeah, you know, be very excited to see if uh, Rudy Gobert is on the move, and if so, to where. Um, report that Joel Embiid is pressuring the Sixers management to make a trade for Kevin Durant. Oof. Interesting. One of my one of my best friends is a diehard Sixers fan. He's <laughs> a he's a big Harden defender. Mm. So, what do you think about Kevin Durant and uh, Harden playing together for a third time? <laughs> a third different team together. <laughs> oh man, the dynamics in the locker room are going to be very very interesting if something like that goes down. Um. I don't know. Maybe they finally get a way to make it work. Uh, it clearly has not been the most effective combination in the past. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you'd think that uh, Embiid or Mori realizes that by now. Yeah, um, we'll see what happens with Harden. I'm willing to give him another shot next year, but I really think that him taking a pay cut is going to turn out to be him getting paid what he deserves. I think yeah. I- very glad that he's not going to be paid the max because I think that's a huge overpay. And mm-hmm. that almost puts Philly in another Tobias Harris situation where they yeah. might just end up get off his contract. Yep. Um, and speaking of Tobias, I mean, that – I don't know. Does he get moved this uh, this offseason finally or, or what? I feel like we talk about Tobias Harris getting moved every offseason and every yep. trade line, trade mm-hmm. deadline, and it just never happens, man. It's, yeah. I mean, I, I like Tobias Harris. I don't like Tobias Harris for $40 million, though. Me neither. Uh, How much, it's, is, he, is he high 30s or 40? Um, he's pushing 40 for sure. Maybe. Uh, um, yeah, let me, let me look at that Tobias Harris's contract. Um, yeah, his salary is about uh 30 36. 36, okay, yeah, it's yeah, definitely an overpay. He is going to be making 37 next season and then 39 the season after that, so 39 in 2023 24. Um, I'm curious what this uh, what this heat offer for Donovan Mitchell is. I, yeah, me too. Oh, I I read a report actually earlier today mm. that now now the Mavericks are going to be targeting Colin Sexton because for mm. both, both Dallas and uh, the Knicks, both of their plan B for Brunson was um, Donovan or Colin Sexton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sexton. I think he definitely gets uh, gets a payday. Did very well under uh, with uh, with Cleveland. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, this point guard market overall has been really, uh, really, uh, yeah, yeah, relatively solid. You know, you got Brunson, um, uh, yeah, John Wall, um, Sexton, as we mentioned, but yeah, I'm gonna be very interested to see where he goes and what, uh, if you want to come back, come back on the Cavs in a bigger deal, we will see. Yeah, um, I just want to see one more. Um, I remember at the trade deadline this past year, it was it was starting to wrap up, and then all of a sudden, Chris Aspersingis got traded out of nowhere. Exactly. With no, with no indication that that was going to happen. I want to see something wild happen, dude. Right, yeah. What a boring – what was the last important thing that happened? My The last Twitter notification that I have – is uh Dwayne Deadman signing with the Heat 18 minutes? Ago. Huh. Man. Okay. Dwayne Deadman. Yeah, mine. <laughs> yeah, me, me too from from Shams. Yeah, um, yeah, I think a lot of teams are in the in a holding pattern because of the whole net situation. Um, but once as I as we keep harping on, what's once those the KD and Kyrie stuff gets sorted out, then we'll see a bunch of other trades and uh, signings pull through um we've already seen a couple of big name extensions um Jokic just got one deal widely expected uh I don't we haven't heard anything about John Moran but I'm sure he's in for a payday Booker more than likely same situation um can you think of any other big names that uh, haven't been signed to extensions yet um uh, not off the top of my head I mean, again, I'm I'm just going back to Levine, dude. I yeah. think because for a while there, it seemed like he was definitely out. Mm-hmm. It seemed to me like he was out of Chicago, and now I don't know. I just want to see yeah. my boy Demar get a ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's I'm so huge on the Gobert to Chicago thing. I think that's yeah. going to be a game changer if that happens. Absolutely, yeah. Um. What else here? Yeah. Um, the Bulls definitely look uh, looking pretty solid. Again, they're a one uh, one more move type of team. Uh, huh. A lot of guys get in the bag uh, who definitely worked for it and uh, and deserved it. Mm. Good for Malik Monk. What's he making, 17 over two years? Is that what they gave him? 19 over, yeah, 19 over two. 19 over two. That's a, that's a pretty good contract, actually, for what he gives you. That's a high-value yeah. contract. Mm-hmm. And, hey, for Sacramento, if they decide that they find a guy that they – like a big guy that they like in the trade market, they could trade Malik Monk. That's a really tradable contract right there. Yeah, probably, yeah. Uh, but at the same time – oh, yeah, here, here's the other talking point about Sacramento. They, uh, they traded for Dante DiVincenzo, but they didn't really let him let him loose all that much. And I get, I believe that's why he doesn't want to return to the Kings. Is there, is there any chatter of him moving elsewhere? Nothing as of yet, but, um, last rumor I heard about him was that he and his reps are looking to, uh, um, looking at the mid-level on other rosters. So we'll see what happens there. Maybe Monk might be, I don't know, Divin, Divincenzo's replacement for all we know. 
It's just a matter of where he goes because he was a solid 3D guy from Milwaukee um, a while back. And with the Kings, he did well there too, but that 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 relationship just might be down down the gutter at this point. Um, yeah, since Gallinari got waived, Fisher is saying that he's deciding between ooh Chicago and Boston for his next team. This would be very interesting. What was that? Oh. What did you say? Um, Gallinari could be deciding between the Bulls and the Celtics. Yeah, he's a, he, he'll be a good backup guy. Mm-hmm. What, do, what do you think his value's at right now? I don't know. Maybe in the range of uh, three or four, and maybe even maybe even higher. Maybe even a some some teams mid level because he is he's been in the league for a long, long. Relatively long time. Let's see. All right. Bring him back to LA, man. Maybe. Yeah. Okay, he's 33. 33, and he just got off a really good season, about 11 points, four rebounds a game in the regular season. Really good stretch four. Um, and uh, let's see. what Because he was making how much with Atlanta? Like, okay, he was making 21. 20 million just got waived. So yeah, he's probably might still be a double digit guy for for his new team. Hmm. <sighs> Let's see here. Pretty uneventful actually. I'm I'm pretty so disappointed. Far. Yeah. What's, what's what's the biggest move right now? Is is it PJ Tucker to the Sixers? Shoot, it might be. <laughs> Talking with the Sixers, um, other the teams again really just shoring up their edges at this point. Uh, at the moment, um, yeah, nothing too eventful. I think the most eventful thing was that these players are returning to their teams for, in most cases, significantly larger, uh, larger money. Mm-hmm. Those are months. Yeah. I think Jokic on the Nuggets and Booker on the on the Suns was definitely the huge contract re-signings definitely expected. But yeah, I mean, it's interesting how quickly Booker signed the new contract with um or with the contract extension with the KD to the Suns rumors. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there's still a lot of chatter about Kyrie to the Lakers. That's uh. That's for sure. LA Times reporter Dan Wojcicki is saying that uh, um, that it could come down to uh, how and if the Lakers are uh, willing to use the tradable picks in 2027 and 2029. So that's going to be another big holdup. To acquire Kyrie. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, here's the well, here's one thing I noticed. Uh, I think it was mentioned on draft night. Um, that the Lakers do have a lot of picks in like 2023, 24, 25, 26. However, the only ones that can be traded are the ones in 27 and 29. So yeah, the, that's the Cavs owner rule, right? The step yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. I believe it's a step in or something like that. But yeah, uh, for whatever reason, they can only trade those picks. So, I mean, I, I honestly, I, I hear a lot about like the Lakers have no future, yada, yada, yada. 
but the problem is they do have picks. Like they have, uh, they have a lot of picks. They just don't have a lot of assets, uh, a lot of tradable ones, for that matter. So, yeah. Oh, cooking. Marvin Bagley signs a three-year, thirty-seven mil deal with Detroit. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, Bagley was in a his situation. Go ahead. Is he going to be starting over Duran in Detroit? I don't know. Probably, unless they believe in in uh, Duran that much. So I mean, we'll see. Bagley's had a very interesting career. I will say that because the Kings failed to use him properly. Um, got another opportunity with the Pistons, and he's been solid last, at least with last season. So hopefully, he gets to contribute more, especially now that they're uh, they're a lot younger. They've been getting younger in recent years. So okay, confirmation on Damian Jones's contract. It's a vet minimum. Okay. Thank goodness. How, so how old is he? is he? I didn't realize he's he was eligible for a vet minimum. Early, early to mid twenties, I believe. Very young guy. Very young, very effective rim runner. Um, like, I think when I, at least when I was watching him, he did remind me a bit. He did remind me a bit of uh, when Zubats was with LA with the Lakers. But uh, let's see. Yeah, yeah, he. Again, like I said, he feels the need for a backup, maybe a starting center in L.A. So, yeah. Um, Only two players have $250 million contracts in NBA history. Mm. It's Jokic and Brad Beal. Oh, wow. My goodness. Look, I go go to almost – I go to a lot of Wizards home games. Mm-hmm. And dude, I like Beal, but come on, dude. Yeah. Second Beal biggest contract in history. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. hey, if the Wizards, if the Wizards can build something around him, oh yeah. yeah. I'd lo- I'd love to get uh, some hype around the Wizards because those games are empty. Mm-hmm. Undoubtedly, hopefully the, hopefully they keep making the the moves that can uh, get him back into contention because Beal wants to win. And he is uh, out or around his 30s, so I don't necessarily know if the Wizards have that much much time to put a true winning team around him again. But we'll see. I think last year Beal wanted to win, and next year Beal wants to win. This year he wants a bat. That's all yeah. he wants. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that, that makes sense. Um. Yeah, um, I mean, I mean, like five for what two fifty over five years. That's uh, very that's not that's an eye opening deal for sure. But I think the Wizards did good by uh, retaining him. Certainly, but yeah. who do you? Yeah, who do you think the Wizards can uh, can put around him? Oh, uh, Patty Mills is back to the Nets, by the way. Dang. But who could you put around him? I, I really liked Kuzma last year. I thought he was really good. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, really other than that, I mean, they keep making fringe kind of lateral moves. I think if Denny takes a big jump, I think mm-hmm. if Johnny Davis is good, 
Uh, he can give you like 12 a game and some good defense. Yeah. Um, I'm not big on Kispert. Mm. Uh, watching him live is really painful. Huh. Wow. He doesn't hit anything. Oh, wow. And he was touted as a really good shooter in his, in yeah. his draft. It's definitely just the, the typical rookie shooting struggles. But oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, interesting to see what happens because Kuzma's been in rumors recently. Um, Thomas Bryant is rumored to leave the Wizards because he's a free agent as well. And, yeah, I think that's all the news I've heard of from, from D.C., uh, let's see. I, I was pretty certain that, I mean, obviously I'm not an NBA reporter and I don't have any inside information, but I was pretty certain that the Wizards weren't going to be trading Kuzma because mm-hmm. um, he was the whole center of their uh, branding late last year. Mm-hmm. Like he, they did, for their new city edition this year, which are clean, by the way, like the, uh, mm-hmm. the Cherry Blossom jerseys, mm-hmm. Kuzma was the whole center of that campaign. It wasn't Beal. <laughs> I see. Interesting. Um, so yeah, um, the whole uh, the league is in a holding pattern with the news that broke this morning. Um, let's see what else I have in my notes here. Yeah, I think we covered everything, but oh yeah, yeah. I mean, do you think the Clippers can make any other uh, any other moves? I hope they don't. Yeah, <laughs> I really like this roster as it is. I don't want, I don't want anything to change. Yeah, um, this was something I was thinking about yesterday. Um, Wall's been out for the last two years. Clippers have struggled with injuries. I mean, what's the perception around John Wall, who's been hurt for the last two seasons, joining a team that's uh, been in such a predicament like the Clippers? Do you think that affects anything? Uh, I don't think it does because when he played in Houston, he was really good. He moved the ball oh, yeah. around more. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we don't need him to score so he can focus a lot more on playmaking. We finally got our point guard without having to trade Reggie Jackson. Yeah. So mm. I, I personally really like the move. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I, I think it looks really good too because, yeah, like you said, I thought the Clippers were going to have to make a make a trade to get a point guard uh, that could fit around Kawhi and Paul George. Hell, maybe they, they might have – I was thinking they were going to start Reggie more often, like make him more consistent. Um, but – and just go after like a backup or whatever. But, yeah, with Wall coming in and Reggie off probably off the bench or something like that, that should be a very uh, – very, uh, very, very fun combo to, to watch the clips. Um, yeah, you know, Reggie had a tough season efficiency wise. Yeah. <laughs> um, Rockets have uh, re signed Jay Sean Tate to a three year, $22 million deal for Shams. Good good move. Nothing, yeah. again, wild. Nothing major. Yeah. He was uh, pretty good for them during, uh, I think, the last two seasons. Um, Every. Holding their breath until Kevin Durant is traded. Yes, exactly. That's for yeah. sure what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what do you think about the market for? Uh, I don't. I don't. Uh, about like guys like T.J. Warren or Otto Porter Jr. 
because those are two really good wings in a uh, small forward market that, let's be honest, is very, very dry. Uh, I think Otto Porter is going to be coveted. TJ Warren hasn't played in a couple of years, so I don't, yeah. I don't know about that. Uh, I, I think Otto Porter – we can expect to see Otto Porter change teams, but TJ yeah. Warren, I honestly have no idea. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to see what happens with Gary Payton. Yeah, me too. Because, unfortunately, Golden State can't re-sign all of those guys. Um, is let's face it, a lot of them deserve to be uh, deserve to be paid. Uh, GP, very interesting, very. Uh, well, I mean, he burst onto the scene for Golden State this past season, so he's another guy. Again, another, uh, um, another uh, work his ass off into the league kind of guy. Who deserves to get that seven eight million dollar contract this offseason for sure? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, another name that I forgot to mention the whole I forget if we talked about him. Zion is he going to sign an extension with New Orleans? <laughs> I saw I saw an idea of Zion for KD, and that would just be a crazy trade. Yeah. Yep. Uh, also, apparently Boston is after KD right now, so that would yeah. probably be Jalen Brown. Oh yeah, they definitely want Brown and maybe more. Oh, definitely more. Do you, uh, Grant do Williams? The, yeah. Do the Celtics um, try and break it up, or should they run it back? I think run it back. I yeah, think, think so Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. It, it proved that it worked pretty well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yeah, it's gonna their their situation is pretty interesting as well. But I think if they run it back, I mean, they're going to be one of the real good teams in the East for for sure. But my goodness, like the emergence of guys like Grant Williams, Robert Williams, etc. Um, they have a really good supporting cast that I think a lot of people had doubted recently. Or at least many of them weren't paying attention enough. They had a good seven seven to eight man rotation and then after that it fell off a cliff so uh mm-hmm. i say rather than getting kevin durant i think boston should prioritize some depth but yeah um, i think so too like daniel Not tice every- is unplayable mm-hmm. yep um i don't know we'll see what they traded Schroeder for tice right they got rid of tice and then got him back yeah. after trading Schroeder. something around there yeah um, uh, and yeah, our stream has been going for hour 10. Nothing much has been going down. I think we can do a couple more minutes of analysis, but yeah, let's see here. Yeah. Um, trying to scroll through Twitter, but, uh, can you think of any other trade packages for Durant or Kyrie? Um, I don't. I can't think of anything that hasn't already been exhausted. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, apparently Devin Booker is the cover athlete for uh, for two K twenty three. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> nice. Okay. Uh, oh, the whole uh. Russell Westbrook situation. I mean, he opted in. Lakers, I'm assuming, because they're so 
quiet. They might be looking to trade him. I don't know. Um, Wait a well, minute. Yeah. I just got a uh, – from from Woj, free agent guard Jalen Brunson, armed with a five-year, 106 million-plus Mavericks offers, headed into a meeting with the New York Knicks. Okay. So he hasn't he hasn't committed to uh, to uh, New York yet. So wow, I, I did you think the Mavs were going to match or at least uh, try and outbid New York for his services? I did. I, thought so. I did. The five for one oh six. Oh my God! The Lakers got Lonnie Walker. Oh what? What? <laughs> All right. Okay. I haven't read too much up on him, but uh, hey, we need more younger uh, younger players in general. But from what I read about him at the draft, he was really solid. So, uh, and I think he's been good for the Spurs as well. So I, I like the signing. Not uh, not too shabby. Yeah, I mean the Lakers were prioritizing wings, um, which two-way wings in particular, which thank goodness. I mean. Finally. Okay, so he's on a one-year. Wow, he, he might have just taken our MLE. Lonnie Walker? Yeah. One-year, 6.5. That's hmm. probably the MLE then, yeah. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, the MLE was 6.4 for the Lakers, I think. Let me let me look him up and see how he, how he was for the Spurs. I think it's a good pickup. Okay, wow. 23 years old, 6'4", with a 6'10 wingspan. 18th pick in the 2018 draft. Oh, well, I played very well for the Spurs last season. Like 12, 12 points a game, shot 31% from three. Uh, he shot, let's see, well, 35 the season before uh, on 1.7 makes per 4.7 attempts. So not, not too bad. Uh, good free throw shooter. Thank goodness. Okay, so I think he might be uh worth the uh might might be worth the MLE. I I don't know. But Walker for um for that amount of money, very interesting. I think it's a good signing. He was probably the third best player on the Spurs last year, behind uh mm-hmm. behind uh, Dejounte Murray and Jakob Pertl. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Lakers aren't done yet because they just signed uh, Troy Brown Jr. to a veteran deal, veteran minimum deal. I watched him with Washington briefly. He was a uh, really, he was very, very solid, a really good role player for them. Early filled the hole, filled the holes for them. Uh, I remember he played with what uh, with the Washington and then latest in Chicago or something like that. Uh, yeah. 15th okay. overall pick in 2018. Hmm. Nice. Okay, Laker fans are mixed on the uh, the uh, Lonnie Walker signing. They like Troy Brown because he's a wing, which is exactly, what, again, what the Lakers needed. Uh, yeah. Okay, so we got a couple more deals. The Lakers get a little more active. Um. Filling some gaps, definitely. Probably not big names, but still better than nothing, right? Mm. 
scouring Twitter trying to find any news and rumors. It looks like nothing's going on right now. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, the Miami Heat are planning to meet with you, Donis Haslam, and make a free agent pitch. Yep. <laughs> man, oh, man. I mean, he's good, really good locker room guy for sure. But he's a coach. yeah, he deserves to be a coach for sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Some dude said $1,200. My <laughs> goodness. Um, <clears throat> oh, yeah. Um, Sorry, what, what were you saying? Oh, no. I mean, Javon Carter's back with the Bucks. That was like 50 minutes ago. But oh, yeah, I just want to decent return. Yeah. Uh, but go ahead. Uh, I, I don't remember what I was saying. Okay. Uh, let's just see. Yeah, not uh, nothing too much. Lakers finally getting younger, far far better than what they were doing last year. Because free agency for them opened with uh, like three reunions with guys who were like 32, 33 years old. Um, yeah, nothing too too uh, crazy. Um, but again, it's the first day. I think as the day goes on, we'll be we'll be uh, hearing a lot more, making a lot, uh, yeah, getting a lot more uh, news in from Ocean Shams. Man. Oh. All right. I guess with uh, with nothing else going on, we'll uh, probably have to cut it off here. But uh, I did want to uh, give a preview because Marco is going to be one of my guests for next uh, our next episode coming out Monday. So I appreciate you coming on earlier today and uh, you know doing this with me, man. Of course, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. And we'll be getting to do a lot more with what you do because I know you said you went to Wizards game last year. You were a writer for blogs, but we'll, we'll, we'll get into all that on uh, on Sunday when we record that with our other with our other guest. But yeah, Marco, thanks again for uh, joining me on this one. And uh, we have a, I think we both have a long, long, a few days ahead of us for us both, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be very interesting to see what happens after. If anything happens with Brooklyn uh, tonight or tomorrow. But yeah, that's going to be a wrap on uh, this episode, this live stream for the Balance and Balling podcast. See you guys real soon. Peace.